Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. We're continuing to surf our way through some Ravens and Steelers talk. Maybe turn the page a little bit and talk about beating up on the Brownies. I'm going to be having that vibe all week, by the way, and that tone of my voice when we talk about that little game. Cockiness. They're going to win that game. I mean, I don't see how you lose a game like that under the Mike Tomlin era. Last year yeah. we saw a game like that where they had to beat the Ravens and then have a little help happen for them to get into the playoffs and took care of business against the Ravens. I know it was tight. Tight till the end, but that's kind of what the Steelers' MO sure. has been of the past couple of years is to play tight games. So I think this will be tight, but, but look man, at, I got I mean, so much confidence that at home, yeah. and even if things don't break your way in the other games and you don't get You're that still playoff spot, your ass is yeah, you get 9-8 and eight too, game. and you, you get to have the national media talk about Tomlin never having a losing season. 9-8, and eight, no losing season, and have you heard this stat too? Since... Since 99, since the Browns came back, they have never finished ahead of the Steelers in the AFC gotta North standings. Got to keep that intact. And you know, what? if they lose, if the Steelers lose, they, the they fourth, both yeah. have an 8-9 record, but the Browns will be ahead because they would have the season sweep on the Steelers. Yes, and they also would be 4-2 and two in the division, and the Steelers will be 2-4. and four. Yeah. So, Steelers want to get to 5. Steelers got to 500 last week against the Ravens on the road. But they can get to a 500 record at home with a win against the Browns. They could get to a 500 record in the in division, the division mm-hmm. with a win against the Browns. So there's a, even if the playoffs aren't a factor, just there's a lot, a lot of on the cosmetically line. appealing yeah. things that and you don't can help lose, you build into. You don't like year. losing to the Browns no, wanna, ever, and you already you lost to them. the Browns. You already at lost home. to them. And you know what's funny is something I Dale Lawley pointed out something a comment that Miles Garrett made. About oh we'd love to spoil their season we'd love to be the team that that makes them under five hundred and Dale's like in I think he said like the last eight games or the and the in the in like the twelve games Miles Garrett has played against the Steel or something like that he's had like seven sacks and in the last game in week three of this season all he had was two tackles. Have you noticed the Steelers having a knack for the superstars in the division so far? It's early like in a lot of Like shutting down the superstars? Like Lamar doesn't do his usual st- First of all, Lamar doesn't play against the Steelers right. much. He's almost always hurt when that game well, rolls around. Well, I guess the Steelers just get lucky because either they're the team that plays him and, and shuts him down themselves. Or, or he's been hurt. Or he just yeah. takes himself out of the game. Um, Joe Burrow threw four interceptions in week one mm-hmm. against the Steelers. Jamar Chase now, didn't do much. Joe Shiesty. Yeah. I love that guy Came as much back. as I hate it. 
he put it on the Steelers in that second meeting, and he's probably the one that I'm most worried about For right sure. now because everybody in the league is. But well, like Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett gets shut down. Like they but have. Like, a you, na- you remember how often- you give Tomlin two games and a full off season to really put you under the microscope? He's gonna cook some things up to to stop you. Do you remember last year when Dan Moore was a rookie and? You know, he lines up on the left side, which is where Dude, Miles I think Garrett single handedly won him the starting job this year, is how he handled Miles Garrett last because year. Because TJ Watt was also going up against a rookie tackle in that game. And Miles Garrett finished with like one tackle for loss or something, and TJ finished with what, like three sacks on the day? Exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, Miles Garrett's a lot of talk. Hyperbole there for the, well, okay. Let's pump the brakes on that one against the Steelers. Against he the might be Steelers, a talk. he's he has a lot 15 of fifteen sacks yes, on the season. I understand. Right now. He's an absolute force of nature out there against the Steelers. But give more credit to the Steelers than Miles Garrett being right. You know, all talk. Give that's, credit to the Steelers for shutting him out. That's a great yeah, coaching absolutely. scheme, and that's good on the players. Dan Moore, everybody mm-hmm. helping Dan Moore out. Don't um, forget, you remember the the, the game winning touchdown pass to Pat Fryermuth? How could I forget it? Najee Harris was in there. It's a team effort against a guy mm-hmm. like that, and the beauty of it is. It's really a one-man show when it comes to getting pressure on the quarterback for the Browns. It's just Miles Garrett. 15 sacks for him. Yeah. No one else is more than three on the rest of the team. Right. And you'd be like, well, they have Clowney. Clowney doesn't sack the quarterback much. He's more like a run-stopping defensive end, if he's even out there at all, because he's oft injured. We'll get to the Browns in a little bit. We just went down on a little Browns tangent there oh, because we're yeah. going to just smoke them we so get, much. We just get I'm, a little— I love beating the Browns. We get a little worked up when we Browns. talk about the Browns. Love yeah. beating little brother. Just putting your thumb on him. Uh, let's talk about our equal when it comes to rivals, and that's the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. And J.K. Dobbins was really good in this game again. He was. But they didn't let him really torch him like he did in the first game. Something that I saw was that as he was racking up yards, I, I'm sure you saw this too, Sunday Night Football did a little graphic. J.K. Dobbins could have become the first player ever to have his first three games against the Steelers and exceed 100 yards in each mm. of them. So and close. Seven yards shy. He finished with 93, 93 yards. 93 yards. And he got to there. He got to that 93 kind of early in the fourth quarter. And I thought, well, there you go. Congrats to J.K. Dobbins. He's going to do it. And they just stuffed him for the rest of the game. And in a weird change from the week prior, he was the feature back. Edwards had just right. three carries. Right. Andy Isabella had to carry on a little you know, gadget play. And then Huntley ran seven times as the quarterback. But... He had 17 of their 28 carries. You know, usually Gus Bus gets a little bit more. Especially against the Steelers because you've seen him kind of towards the Steelers. I just think that they are starting to realize as he gets healthier, the kind of back that Dobbins is. He's got to be your... He is a feature back, Mm -hmm. I think. And... Your bell cow. Two years, two times this year, we've seen him, and he's very been very impressive both times as far as I'm concerned, but... 120 yards given up on the ground, that's 4.3 average. That's not amazing, but... It's night and day compared to week 14 and what you did in week 17 against them. I mean, again, hats off for – because there wasn't really anything they were doing wrong in week 14. They weren't, like, out of position a lot. They were just getting blown away. Mm-hmm. So you got to take your hats off for the players to getting motivated. We're not going to get our ass kicked again. We're going to deliver the punishment. And, yeah, the Ravens still ran for a decent amount. They're the Ravens. They're going to. Right. You didn't have them do this astronomical run all over you type game that made the game run away from you. You outran the Ravens. And it wasn't like you ran for 130 yards and they ran for 115. You ran for almost 200 yards against them. Granted, they got over 100 yards as well, but you you affected you ran the ball a lot more effectively than they did. 
against what oh God, yeah. against what is unquestionably a better run defense than you. Even okay. though now you can say like your defense is legitimate. Yeah, you're not like top five, but you're about top ten. The Ravens have been top five, top three all season long. Top five, top five, top five. Exactly. And you ran the ball a lot better than they did against you. Than they did against you. And I like how you're saying, you know, it wasn't like a fluky thing or anything like that. It wasn't like a, oh, uh, um, they just had a couple big hitters and that's why it skewed it. No, it was just the offensive line was punching uh-huh. the Ravens defense in the mouth and pushing them off the ball. A couple QB sneaks that Kenny had mm-hmm. just blew them off the ball. The uh, the Derek Watt first down early in the game, they had so much push for him to get that handoff mm-hmm. and run right up that got there for a couple yards. Um, and and by the way, just popping in my head right now, the willingness for number eight to call his own number when it gets to fourth and one, mm-hmm. I, I'm very excited for it. It really opens up a lot of opportunities to keep drives going in the NFL when you don't have to hand the ball off two, three yards in the backfield and then hope your running back gains four yards to get one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I love a good quarterback sneak, and he's so willing and good at it so far. Has he? I don't think he's been denied yet as far as a quarterback sneak. On a sneak, sneak? For, I don't think I don't so think either. So. And he was, it's kinda, you he know, was it's... close against the Ravens, but, but then, old oh, number Najee 22. Najee Harris was in. Let me, yeah, let I me, got let you, me, buddy. Let me take, you, let me, let me take Gravity in. Do you think the rules committee is going to look at that in the offseason? No. This, this push, the bush push almost of, no. of the quarterback? I don't think that they're going to change it, but I bet that's a conversation that comes up. Defensive coaches ima- have like, to be losing their mind about that. Why? Because they're what? Because only you're allowed to push back. And well, the forward progress is stopped. So even when you push an offensive player back, it doesn't matter. But in the offensive side of things, forward well, progress seems it, stopped, it gets, and then they push it him gets, forward. Forward progress is such a gray area. It's subjective. Yeah, completely. I mean, they blew in the Patriots Dolphins game. They said four progress. So Jeff right. Wilson fumbled that football. I mean, right. that thing was on. The I mean, ground. think about like for Derrick Henry, he gets the benefit of the doubt. What ninety nine times? And Roethlisberger, right? Let him stay up all the time to his own detriment. A lot. You sitting there saying, "Blow the whistle already." And they wouldn't because of who he was. Because sometimes he would get out. Yeah, and then Eli Manning gets breathed on, and they blow the whistle. Except for that one time in the Super Bowl where they didn't. Mm-hmm. Good for them that they didn't as far as the Giants. And, and and then it's Brady, and he gets a little pat on the shoulder, and they say, no, no, well, no. Well, that's ejectable. That's Game a, that's a mean, personal foul. That's how the Chiefs, that's a forfeit. Almost, yeah. Chiefs almost lost. Or the Falcons. You, could, you could say you could say the Chiefs lost the AFC Championship game. The Falcons the very did lose time. a game this year because of how Grady well, Jarrett. Well, yeah. No, was the Falcons set, the, yeah, yeah, it was, it was the Falcons, Grady Jarrett right, right, setting right, right. Tom Brady on the ground. Right. Uh, cost them that game, and... But the way that division was going, it could have that it, butterfly yeah, effect right. could have really done a lot more damage than you think. Uh, but yeah, his willingness to call his own number is just phenomenal. And dude, there's it was like fourth and one and a half. It was like fourth and two uh-huh. sometimes. It wasn't. And he's just it was head no, down and going. I mean, on that drive, it was like a fourth and and you know, as Billy likes to say, a long one. Yeah, and he just put his head right down and mm. tough hombre. And it's he's also nice to dude. have a quarterback now. That is willing to we don't kind of sneak the ball for you. Yeah. There's no need to take kind of a, a cheap shot like that. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 
one thing I wanted to mention about the defense that is really impressive. With 20 straight second-half drives without a touchdown and 15 points over the last four games, the defense is dominating halftime adjustments. It's they something that— po- They let up a score early in the first quarter. They let up a score in the first half. Mm-hmm. But then 20 straight second-half drives without a touchdown, and they've let up 15 points over their last four games in the second half. I mean, that's something that a lot of people have been critical of Mike Tomlin just being like, you don't make these second half adjustments. Well, on defense, you kind of do. I mean, the Raiders had a drive in the beginning of the game two weeks ago Mm -hmm. and then nothing ever since then. And again, with the Ravens, too, you know, they score that touchdown going into halftime. Boswell misses the field goal and the Ravens take advantage of it. Come back, score a touchdown. They're up at half. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Then the faucet goes dry. Yeah, Justin Tucker helps him out with one more field goal at the beginning of the first half, but or the second half. But to shut them out from then on, it's exactly what a young offense needs while they try to get their feet under them and try to grab one drive for you, one touchdown for you. And it all came together perfectly, man. It, the team's coming together, and that's what's really beautiful. It is. I mean, again, macro, you know, point perspective on things. We've said all along. This is about the future this year. And and, and because, still, we, still because you didn't think the playoffs were in play, but here they are. So you can add that as a little as a little adjusted. Would you call that maybe a happy accident? Just because yeah. you're, you're progressing so well, you're maybe a little ahead of schedule, you've won six of your last eight games, and then you just wind up in the playoff race because I mean, that's if the they, way the NFL I mean, is. If you stack six out of eight wins, you probably end well, up in a playoff race. It's not only like that. It's if they win on Sunday, which we expect them to do, it's seven and two since the bye week, which is they were what two and six before the bye week, mm-hmm. right? So one, yeah, I mean, that's about as impressive so a turnaround think about as you the, can have. Let me, and they're let going me, to win on Sunday. By the way, gonna so they will Sunday. be seven and two since the bye Sunday. week. Think about in the Mike Tomlin era when they've had a two and six start, right? Yes. Uh, two thousand and nine, the year after his first Super Bowl, two and six start, eight and eight finish. Okay. Uh, 2012, I believe another two and six start, and then I believe they finished eight and eight that season. 2013, same thing, two and six start. I think they finished that season nine and seven, if not eight and eight. And then this past year, two and six start, and they could possibly finish with a nine and eight record. Say what you will about Coach T. Mm-hmm. He has flaws. Who doesn't? Um, I think his biggest error in my mind right now is his hiring of offensive and yeah. defensive. Well, maybe not defensive coordinators. I don't think I'm that upset with the defensive staff. I'd like to give Terrell Austin a couple more years here. And Buncey did a great job for yes. a long time. Uh, and the legend, the bow. Uh, but the he ha- it, and but the thing is, it wasn't always the case like this. You know, Azarians. There was Haley. Like there were studs. There were there were football. Right. Minds. He brought in good yeah. people. Something. Switched. I mean, Haley was all him. Yeah. Something because Arians was around the team. Pre him, pre something flipped, mm-hmm. and that's probably where I'd put my really biggest gripe with him. But he might be the greatest motivator in the history of the NFL. You just laid it out the example, Jacob. He has yet to have a team quit on him, and he's had multiple chances for a team to quit on him, especially in 2019. I mean, that is the recipe for a team to quit. And instead, the GM goes and he gets a, a first-round pick safety that's become a cornerstone of your defense and probably your team MVP this year. And the team rallies behind two backup quarterbacks. 
He will Ugh. never let these men yeah. lay down on a season, and they will run through a wall for him if they're two and six or if they're six and two. And that's something that I think is invaluable. And that's something that I think is so rare when you're dealing with men. Like when you're dealing with college boys, you can use fear tactics, you can get them fired up pretty easily. Like you're dealing with men getting paid millions of dollars and they treat this like a job. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when, you know, work's not going so great, you tend to get a little bit more aloof at the workplace. You tend to phone it in a little bit more. Maybe you're you're playing Minesweeper a little bit too much. (laughs) Never the case with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Never say die attitude. And they, and and I'll say this, we don't know this because he's literally never Never eliminated from playoff contention. Mm -hmm. But if the Steelers were out in a week 18 scenario where they had a chance to play spoiler, I bet you he'd have their ass fired up to do that too. It's just the type of coach he is and, and, you know, people always ask, what does he do great? What does he do great? What do-? That's what he does great. He gets he these guys yeah. ready to play. And, yeah, you'll say, well, how come they lose a game that they shouldn't? That's a league-wide problem. Not Everybody only- loses games they shouldn't because Tom, the NFL not only is that, good. Let 32 me teams have talent. That Not only is that point true, but that's not an issue for the Steelers this season. Yeah, there was a lot of ambiguity in the beginning of the season. How do you lose to Mac Jones and the Patriots? How do you lose to Zach Wilson and the Jets? How do you lose to Jacoby Brissett and the Browns? When Mike Tomlin makes his adjustments, look who they've beaten. Yeah, they're not great teams, but did they lose to the Saints? No. Did they lose to Jeff Saturday and the Colts? No. The Falcons? No. The Panthers? No. The Raiders? No. Who's their worst loss on the season right now? I'm going to say the Jets. Just because of how bad Zach Wilson is, you've had, yeah. you had a 10-point lead at home but in that game. But also, look at who that team was Back then, at that time. Yeah. No, 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 no. I agree with you. For the most part, on the point that, yeah, there was really no Tomlin bad loss. Like, mm-hmm. the Panthers didn't beat them or something like that. Uh, those like, those like, teams you lost like to were in the playoff race. the first race. time ever when you're getting hot down the stretch. But you do you know always they... See, you kind of always see them overlook one opponent and lose a game they shouldn't. But they no. haven't done that the second half of the season. But you do feel like they should have won one of those Patriots or Jets games. Yeah, and if you win At one home, of those games, yeah. if you win one of those games... It all takes care of itself. You're I in mean, the driver's seat yeah, for... You beat the Browns, you're in. Like, I don't even think it comes to that. I think it's you could lose that game and then get a couple help there. And then you could still be alive. Like, if you lose to the Jets or if you beat the Patriots, rather, right, you just have to say, okay, well, the Jets just don't have to beat Miami and then I'm in. Something like that. Or they just have to beat Miami and I'm in. No, it doesn't even matter because you you have the better record. You just win your game and you're 10 and 7 and you wave goodbye to the 9 and 8 Miami Dolphins. So. Yeah, one of those, and even that Dolphins game, even though it was on the road, winnable. So I mean, the fact that you held, granted it was to his first game back, but you held that offense to, which was at the time scoring 30 points a game, only 16 points. Yeah, I mean, just, it's been a season of growth for the Steelers, and I think the the turnaround really illustrates that. They Mm -hmm. grew into a winning football team, really, in front of our own eyes, so... Now you have to beat the Browns, though, in Week 18, and you mentioned Jacoby Brissett there in your little tangent, mm-hmm. and he beat the Steelers pretty good in Week 3. Played pretty well doing so. He's played pretty well for the Browns all year long. In fact, the Browns' offensive EPA, expected points added, with Jacoby Brissett, or for the season right now, total, is 15th, Okay. With Deshaun Watson coming in, weeks 13 to 17, the Browns' offensive EPA is 25th. 
They were 13th in EPA per dropback, so passing the football. And that's total, again, on the season. So mm-hmm. this was even higher until Deshaun Watson came in, and they're now 27th in the league mm-hmm. per dropback. I mean, 66% of Jacoby Brissett's passes found his hands of his targets. 56% of Deshaun Watson's are being completed. It is a massive downgrade at the quarterback position right now. It's not a stretch. It's not speculation when everyone was saying, oh my gosh, could the Browns really have been better off with Brissett at quarterback over Deshaun? It's fact. It may, you, may, you may think that Deshaun's a better quarterback, but the offense was better with Jacoby Brissett on the field. And you know what else is just some extra sweet salt bay salt in the wound? What's that? If they would have kept with Jacoby Brissett, they'd probably win one of the games that they lose with Deshaun, and they're right in this 8-8 eight eight mix right. as well with all these other teams trying to fight for that playoff spot. But... They're stuck with Deshaun. Deshaun's going to be the quarterback next year. Hey, man. If I'm a team like the Jets, like, I think Derek Carr is going to be the bell of the ball when sure. it comes to quarterback offseason. Jacoby's probably the consolation prize. You look, at, though, you look right? at what Jacoby did with the Browns team and think you put him on, like you said with the Jets, you give him Garrett Wilson. If Jacoby resets him- on the Jets this year, they're a playoff team right now, I think. I don't. Uh, it's it's oh, hard to say. Oh, I think he but wins you give some him, games you that give Zach him, Wilson you didn't. Give him, you give him Garrett Wilson and. Uh, Elijah Moore and um, Brees Hall and James Robinson. Yeah, that could be a playoff team. You didn't even mention the defense. Which uh, is what well, I, I meant on off. You give Jacoby Brissett those guys. I don't. I don't think it is hard to say. I think they would be in the playoffs right now if he was their be, quarterback. They'd be the seven seed. That's the only thing yeah. that is just hindering. How about this? Jacoby Brissett on New player. England. He's better than Mac Jones in my mind. You are ready to, to quit on Mac Jones? Uh, not as much as Zach Wilson because well, Zach they, Wilson I think is Zach Wilson is done. 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 Yeah, Mac Jones they gave. I mean Matt Patricia's offense they did him dirty as far as a coordinator right. is concerned. They went you from can't. maybe the best offensive coordinator grooming him as a rookie in McDaniel's to someone who's never called plays before. You can't do that in a rookie in a young quarterback's developmental. Just track. give him that. That's kind of like what the Browns had to do with Baker. Like you do that to like, Bra- you do that to Brady when he's a 15 year vet and he calls his own. Doesn't anyway. matter, right? Yeah, like you don't do that when you're trying to but develop this kid. Kind of reminds you of Baker when he was in Cleveland they and they just him. they just kept having new coaches brought in every season. More on Deshaun Watson. On average, the ball comes out of Watson's hands at 3.2 seconds. That's highest amongst all qualifying quarterbacks. We hold on to that thing a while. Mm-hmm. Probably pushing the ball down the field a lot, right? Waiting for routes to develop. Mm-hmm. Wrong. He averages 7.1 yards per depth of target downfield. That's tied for 24th amongst quarterbacks. He's holding on to the ball for an eternity, and then not and even he's just dumping it down. Right. Not even waiting for routes. His to, timing's yeah. not there, and that's music to my ears. If you're a a Blitzburg Steelers fan, which by the way, I think we can start bringing Blitzburg back. They blitz at the fifth highest percentage of defenses. Yeah, the NFL they blitz this year. a lot. It's just the sacks haven't been there as much this year. They're coming back though. But the give TJ Watt a full, give TJ Watt a full season, yeah. and uh, you're seeing other people get home as well, and uh, even if the sacks aren't there, how many times do you see Cam Hayward carry offensive linemen into the backfield oh now? God. It's like every week now. It's, it's crazy. He's getting stronger as the season goes on. It's 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 a weird old man strength kind of thing that I think's going on with him, but he's going to be, if Deshaun Watson's going to hold on to that ball for 3.2 seconds, uh, Cam's going to carry an offensive mm-hmm. lineman, a fullback, and a couple more people into the backfield with him. Uh, can't do that against a team like the Steelers. And you especially can't do that in the NFL if you're not going to push the ball down the field either. Like, we talk about Joe Burrow, and he's like the inverse, right? Like, he's been getting rid of the ball really quickly this year, and he's, like, leading the league in depth of target downfield. Like, that's that's timing personified right there. 
And Deshaun Watson's like the polar opposite of that. Um, I'd be worried right now if I was a Brown fan, for real. Because you, you're stuck you, with this you guy spent now. $250 million on this guy who is doing worse for you than the Similarly backup Similarly to Denver, you just kind of yeah. have to hope he plays better. Like, that's really the only spot that right, you're at right your now. Best, and you got to get a new coach. Who do you think like is the Brown? The, the Broncos fire their head coach. I Stefanski's got to go. Stefanski's got to go. And I think it would be very incredible if the Steelers beat the Browns and another Cleveland Browns another head coach is Another Cleveland fired. Browns quarter or coach well, as they last leave Acrisor Stadium. That's that would be amazing. Don't I forgot about the, that. Don't even it's get on a, the plane ride home to, to Cleveland because Stefanski's been around for a couple of years. We forgot about that little shriek that the I mean, Steelers had. And you know what else is great? You can't even say he's the last Cleveland Browns head coach, or the, excuse me, the only Cleveland Browns head coach to beat the Steelers in a playoff game because he was sitting at home on his couch during that playoff game. Right. He wasn't, wasn't the head even coach. there. He wasn't even there. Think about that. That's fun. In the Stefanski era, because I think it is going to come to an end after the Steelers beat him on Sunday, he's not even responsible for the one playoff Zero playoff wins. Zero yeah. playoff wins under Stefanski's belt, but... I, I do agree with you. I think he's gone. I mean, should be. Listen, they run the only six teams run the ball, or excuse me, pass at a lower percentage than the Browns. So yeah, run the ball more than the Browns. That still seems way too low for me. The Browns should be three, two, one in that category. I mean, right? They dominate on the ground. They're like the seventh when best rush to, offense in the NFL. When they choose to give Chubb the ball, they just give it to him no more than fifteen times per game. It's very frustrating. It's frustrating. <laughs> if you're a Browns, if you're a Browns fan, fan it's hilarious. If you're a Steelers fan, you're laughing all the way to I the bank. I can't stop laughing right, right now when I'm watching it. And I, I, I'll be crying laughing in the third quarter of this game when it's 13-10 to 10 and they still seem to just want to pass the ball instead of right. rush, rushing with their <laughs> job. 13-10 like, to, the brand, 13 to 10 in, in the Browns' favor. If they're <laughs> yeah. winning, and they're just going to say, They'll punt the nah, back. screw running down the clock. And then Kenny will have another drive. Nodger will have like five carries right. for 30 yards. And then Kenny will hit Fryermuth in the end zone. And we'll hope they do another 16-13 to 13 win because you just didn't want to ice the clock, Cleveland. Nope. But, uh, yeah, they're just not a well-run machine right now. And yeah, that window... Starting to close on him now because I mean Cooper's old. Cooper's old. Chubb. Garrett, Chubb's aging. gonna get a contract that's gonna Chubb. And he's a running back who takes a lot of punishment. Right. When's that clock gonna expire on him? And and here's the other one last thing before we, we end the episode. Okay. Why aren't they using Kareem Hunt at all? No, he's he never is he and that's another example of why that well, coach. Well, wasn't needs to there go. something that was said at the beginning of the season that he wanted out? He wanted to become a, a running back one again. Well that but you so know maybe, what? I'm just saying, like, maybe Cleveland's saying, F that, you know, you're going to do what we tell you to do. Well, then Kareem Hunt's right. Like, if I was Kareem Hunt, oh, absolutely. I don't need to be a running back one, absolutely. but I need to be running back 1B here in Cleveland. Right. And not, dude, I would be, if I was an offensive genius, a Harvard, or I think he went to Penn, whatever, Ivy League guy like Stefanski, those two would be in my backfield almost every snap. Like, I would have this two headed monster right. of they split are, back running backs. Like, they are combined for 100% of the snaps. Hunt's your third best weapon on offense. Some people might say Njoku. Yeah, he's too inconsistent. I think for he's me. number two. Hunt. I, I mean, like Cooper, Cooper and Chubb. Cooper is having a really good season. Cooper's good. It's I think Chubb, before Cooper, this Hunt. season, you you could have said Chubb, Hunt, Cooper. Either way, those are yeah. your three. Right, and one of right. them's not being utilized at, at all. So that's that's bad coaching, and that's another. I example mean, the Steelers are using Jalen Warren more than the Browns <laughs> are using Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Coaching malpractice, as I like to say, and something that's definitely going to get him nipped in the bud, I think. Check out the Steelers Week in Review. It's hosted by Wesley Euler, and it's a recap of the previous game, as well as a look at the Steelers' next opponent. 
New episodes are going to drop every Tuesday. They're available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. No power rankings this week uh, around the NFL. Everybody's taking a uh-huh. hiatus. It, I it think doesn't... ESPN did one. Well, then that's good for them, but I don't feel like ranking teams right yeah, now. Yeah, it's too um, hard. We're going to talk can't... about the playoff scenario yeah. when we come back in the next episode, and, and we we're going to talk a... about the playoff picture a little you wanna bit You want to do well. a bottom 10 power rankings? No, because I don't want to laugh at teams either. <laughs> See, you're being so morbid, Jacob. And it just, no, it's fun. No, it's not who do you, fun. Who, do you, who, who are you? sucks the most? Who sucks That's the most? That's not fun. I don't want to do that. We're not going to do that. Maybe we'll do that. Uh, but we're going to talk about the playoff picture a lot sure. uh, and a lot of the moving parts that have to do with that AFC and NFC side. And I got a little bone to pick with the NFL scheduling as well. He's Jacob Brecht. I'm Tom Opperman. And this is the Steelers Standard. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.